0: Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Maria, and you are listening to uh, the Energy of Money podcast, in which we talk about a lot of things, not just money, but you know, The thing about money is this, it does infiltrate every area of our life, doesn't it? You know, it's just, there's no such thing as just talking about money without all kinds of thoughts and feelings coming up and sometimes happiness, gratitude, sometimes worry and doubt. But it is the, I say, uh, the greatest, if not one of the greatest energies that we're here to use in life. And just to review very briefly, there are six forms of energy that we're here to use in order to be successful. There's the energy of money, there's the energy of time. And uh, many of you who have listened to this podcast, you know that I always say that money and time are almost interchangeable, aren't they? 20 years ago, if I were to ask someone, why didn't you go on that vacation, for example? They'd say, Well, Dr. Maria, I didn't have the money. And then they might talk about, I didn't have the time. But now, when I ask that very same question, a person usually says, and this is very a number of people, they say, Well, Dr. Maria, I didn't have the time. It's switched. It's, and yet you see that the two of them, money and time, are linked. The third form of energy is the energy of physical vitality. And this is a very important energy. It means having a relationship with your body that will guarantee, or at least favorably predict, let's put it that way, that you'll be here long enough to do what you're here to do. That's the energy of physical vitality. And of course, those of us who are very busy in life who are, you know, sitting in front of screens almost all day, it's very important to be mindful of your physical vitality and to make sure that your body's getting enough exercise. Then the next energy is the energy of creativity. Now, what I mean by that is twofold. Number one, learning how to creatively solve the inevitable obstacles that show up us. And um, the second form of creativity, of course, is allowing ourselves to express the creativity within us and to use that creativity to make a difference in life in some way. You know, whether it's painting, whether it's singing, whether it's writing, whatever it is, using your creativity to advance what you're here to be able to do in life. The next form of energy is the energy of enjoyment. And I'll tell you, I've said this time and time again, whatever you enjoy, you'll be good at. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, either look at what's getting in the way of me enjoying what I'm doing and, you know, look creatively at how to eradicate it Or change what you're doing. Because the more you enjoy, the more you'll prosper. And finally, the energy of relationship. And the energy of relationship is very, very, very important. And I want to talk a little bit about it today. So, what do I mean by the energy of relationship? Well, it has to do with support, it has to do with knowing that we all exist together in a network of, of support. And normally when I talk about the energy of relationship, I talk about how you can be in relationship with other people. And I have lots of tips and techniques for that. But today I want to do something even different than I normally would. It's on the occasion of my 80th birthday. You know, a few days ago, I turned 80. And it was quite a miraculous experience. And I'll tell you why. People gathered to just celebrate my birthday, to celebrate me, to let me know what a difference I make to them. Now, you might say, well... Um, I don't know. What do you really mean about this, Dr. Maria? And let me say that one of the things that allows us to be living with health and with vitality is knowing how much we are loved. I discovered that this weekend. And that discovery, I mean, I have known it in little bits, but that discovery that I make a difference in the lives of others, I can't tell you how much energy that has given me. To be quite frank with you, we know that one of the things that happens as we age is that there's a tendency to withdraw from relationship. That means uh, we can become isolated. We can become lonely. We can feel like our life is over instead of Wow, I'm still rolling along here. (laughs) The difference is how we are acknowledged. So, normally I talk about how you can acknowledge others, and I'll say a little bit about that before we stop. But today I really want to tell you what it feels like to be an 80 year old woman and being acknowledged by others. You know, we also know that keeping our cognitive strengths is intimately related to the amount of contacts that we have. Not just for me, people my age, but people who are younger than me. And this weekend, I was at a brunch, a birthday brunch for me. And one of the things that I did was look around the table. At all of these people who are younger than I am. And being able to talk and carry on a conversation and joke and kid around and, you know, look at stuff that's important and meaningful for us. That is one of the things that I say is keeping me relatively young in terms of my ability to think, my ability to create. So I'm talking to you. Today, from the vantage point of the recipient of acknowledgement and support, please never think that it doesn't matter. It matters tremendously to the person who's receiving it. Just know that, you know, D. Hawk, who is one of the foremost people in leadership, he says that a moment of appreciation just a moment of appreciation can draw you together in relationship where the other person feels great. They feel they've been noticed. They feel that people see their value. And I tell you, I received many sweet birthday presents, but the sweetest present of all was to be able to be with people in celebration. So I'm saying this to you because I really want you to know the effect of receiving acknowledgement. Now, what do I mean by acknowledgement? Acknowledgement is different than a compliment. Compliments are nice, you know, I love what you're wearing, you look great today. You know, those are compliments. But an acknowledgement happens when you stop, when you pause, and you look at the other person, and you let them know what a difference they have made in your life. And it's kind of interesting because it's a moment of creation on your part. When you acknowledge someone for the difference they're making or have made in your life, be specific, you know, just it never say something like, I want to acknowledge you for being a great teacher. No, no. It sounds like I want to acknowledge you for having created a system that I can use to make my coaching client's life a lot easier you see the difference? So when you set out to acknowledge someone, the first thing I ask you to do is to practice, practice acknowledgement. And by that, I mean, write down exactly what you want to acknowledge that person for. It's not something like, uh, oh, you bake a great cake <laughs> or, you know, I love the clothes you wear. Once again, those are compliments But think, what has that person done for me that has made a difference in my life? And it may take some creative thought on your part, but I guarantee that even when you can write it down and see it and then say it to the other person, you will have a maximum impact in their life. You will know you will know that you are supporting them to be seen as being relevant. And, you know, being relevant, it happens at all ages, this experience of being not relevant. I want to tell you about that a little. I've read a number of articles lately that there's a growing number of people who are 18, 19, 20, 21 in that group who don't feel that they're up to it, that they're up to being relevant in our society. They're up to making a difference. And I've seen this lately more than ever before. You know, one of the gifts of being 80 years old is that I've worked with people since I was 28. So that's uh, 52 years. You know, can you imagine... The changes I've seen over the past 52 years. Well, let me say that 52 years ago, first of all, we had fewer people on this planet, many fewer. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. You know, if if you wanted to contact a person, you picked up the receiver of something called a telephone and you dialed the number. If you wanted to get a hold of them quickly you didn't have a pager, you didn't have a texter, you would send them something called a telegram, which would reach them maybe in about two or three hours. I want you to really get that. But to get back to a sense of relevance, when life was slower, there wasn't this experience as much as there is now, a feeling left out, not having a seat at the table what's happening in life. And so this experience of not being relevant is happening now to people all the way from 14 to 28. It's, And the reason I'm saying that is because when you acknowledge someone, immediately they experience themselves as being relevant, having some meaning having a place at the table of life. You know? And so it is with people who are who have more and more years under their belt. You know, I once asked a a very dear mentor of mine, her name was the Reverend Dr. Johnny E. Coleman. Wonderful woman. She was the head of a huge church in the south of Chicago. And I once asked her, how old are you, Johnny? And she looked at me with this steely you know, stare. She said, honey. And the minute she said that to me, I knew, uh-oh. <laughs> My next lesson is coming right now. She said, honey, it's only a number. That's all it is. And here was a woman who, in a, an advanced age, was leading a church in which... Thousands and thousands and thousands of people would come every Sunday. Really, literally, a couple 3,000 people were there. So not only is it just a number, but at the same time, folks, there are people who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s who could really use a dose of acknowledgement from you as you're hearing my voice, do some names come up to you? Are you starting to think of them? Why don't you take very quickly, get a pen, piece of paper, write down who they are. Come on, do it right now. Who is it that I want to acknowledge? Who is it that I want to give the gift of being relevant? Relevant means that, you know, you mean something, You have worth. You have purpose. I see you, you know, to quote Avatar. So even if you think of one person, write their name down. Is it an aunt, uncle, a friend? And promise yourself to write out an acknowledgement That lets the other person know precisely the difference that they're making in your life or have made in your life. So that by the time you talk to them, you can say it. The other thing is, when you acknowledge another person, it's not heavy. It's not significant. Make it full of joy. Pretend that you're giving them a present because in truth, you really are. You're giving them a present that may last for them long after any present in physical reality could be there. Now, please, I don't want to downplay presents, (laughs) actual presents, birthday presents, Christmas presents, Valentine's Day presents. You know? And as I was thinking about this this morning, I came up with an idea that I wanted to share with you. Because uh, right now, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, but you might be hearing this at any time during the year. But if you're hearing this with time enough, think about who you'd like to ask to be your valentine you know, make it be someone like an aunt, your grandmother, you know, just kind of surprise them. There's another phrase out now called galentine, you know, and if you were to write like a little valentine or galentine celebration, let them know what a difference they've made in your life. So enough on this. Just know that from... <laughs> I always talk about giving acknowledgement. And this weekend, I received it. And it opened up my eyes to what it was really, really all about. Remember, your presence is the present. Okay? Okay. That's the true present. So, this is Dr. Maria saying, I hope this was useful. Just know that I am so grateful to be able to do this every week. And really, I hope what I talk about with you brings some value to you. Because I certainly know doing these podcasts and knowing that it does reach some of you gives me a whole lot of value as well. So until next time, This is Dr. Maria saying, Hey, (laughs) see you again soon. Okay. Bye for now.